colleagues and friends, Cambria Evans here, the teaching and learning EMDR consultant. And y'all today we are having our first international guest on the Zero Disturbance podcast. We've gone worldwide <laughs> and we're going to be talking today with someone I consider a dear friend. This is Tracy Lynch in Newcastle, Australia. Now, for those of you who have wanted to think about how to design your practice to serve you first, you are not going to want to miss today's episode. Tracy was one of our early adopters of our EMDR intensive design kit, and she took this kit and like devoured it and completely revamped her practice. I think just maybe a week after the kit came out (laughs) at the end of 2020. And it was so cool to get to talk with her now exactly a year later to see what has transformed for her, not just in her business, not just in terms of the impact positively on all of her clients, um, but just what's transformed in her life. I mean, we're not just talking about designing clinical services to help clients. We're talking about that plus how can we set up our practice to serve us first? How do we get to be considered and even embraced by our practice design. And Tracy is just this living, breathing example of what I imagined could happen for people with the intensive design kit. So I'm very excited for you to listen to her story, hopefully feel inspired by her journey. And y'all, she has taken this kit and she has taken it to like the next level. She's doing retreats, she's integrating parts work uh, and somatic things. I mean, she's just, she's incredible, Gottman trained. So I know you're going to fall in love with Tracy just as much as I have, and I hope today's episode feels like it's in service to you as you reimagine what your practice could do for you. All right, so this is our first international... (laughs) podcast interview. I'm so, so excited. Uh, We're here today with Tracy Lynch, and she is in Newcastle, Australia. And Tracy was one of our early adopters of the intensive design kit. I think she was like, you know, purchase number six or seven when this first came out a year ago. And I really wanted to have you on here today, Tracy, because not only are you doing intensives um, but you're just doing so much in your business. I know that you're a mom as well. Um, you're just, you, you have so many interests and passions. So I thought it'd be fun for us to chat today. And so folks can feel inspired and, and nourished and kind of recharged by that conversation. So thank you for hanging out with me. I know we had to n- negotiate the time difference. So I'm glad we could find some overlap. Yeah. Thank you, Cambria. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here today. Me too. Um, before we kind of dive in, do you want to let folks know kind of like, you know, what you're, what you're up to in Australia, kind of, you know, uh, like, a, like a summary of kind of what your uh, mission is and kind of what you're invested in doing in your practice? Sure. So um, I am a registered counsellor and also a clinical hypnotherapist. Um, and I've been in private practice now for about 15 years and in the counselling industry, if you like, for almost 30 years now. 
Um, I'm, I spent a lot of my earlier years working in not-for-profits, um, so in the community sector and in dom uh, domestic violence services. And I'm so thankful for that because I felt feel like that gave me a really broad, juicy base of uh, meeting lots of different people and experiencing um, trauma in many different ways alongside of resilient stories. Mm. Like, uh, um, so, yes, I'm very thankful for my time in the community sector. So currently I am the director and owner of a company that's called Thrive Wellness Hub. Um, and it is, I guess, um, a, it's a, in a beautiful warehouse. So we've converted a warehouse um, in Newcastle and we have 10 rooms in the space. And some of those rooms are leased out, subleased out by um, complementary allied health practitioners, awesome. um, massage, um, naturopaths, um, other psychologists, other counsellors mm -hmm. and I also have my contract team that are running in this building as well so I have four um, counsellors that uh, work with with me um, that I mentor and supervise and two of those have just finished their level one EMDR training so that's exciting. Wow so this is going to be yeah. a real trauma focused EMDR focused group it sounds like. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So That's incredible. Yeah. yeah. And then my own personal private practice, um, which has changed significantly because of your input, really significantly changed in the last year, um, is, is only intensive therapy. And I also do some supervision. I'm, I've, I'm an accredited practitioner now with EMDRA, which is the Australian EMDR and on my consultation pathway now. Um, and I, I focus with my intensives are both for individuals. And this year I'm starting couples EMDR intensive therapy. Yes, this is awesome. Oh my gosh. I can't wait to talk about this. This is very, very cool. Um, and I know we'll circle back to this at some point in our conversation. We have a lot to talk about. Um, but you also are, you know, a teacher for your consultees, but you're also a teacher for this resource, resource therapy, like kind of like parts work. And so we'll definitely want to talk about that today as well. Great. That'd be awesome because that's one of my other passions. I think uh, EMDR and resource therapy make a beautiful passionate couple together so I'm really excited to talk about that I love it I, I just I love that you're such an innovative business person and there's this mission to serve and to help not just individuals but now couples um and I love that you're doing all of this while you're a mom I mean you talked about how we both have twins um and it's just it's incredible so I hope that whoever catches this episode feels inspired to feel creative because I know a lot of us now, you know, two years into to COVID are feeling just so tired and just blah and just over this. So I'm hoping people can hear your story and feel like, oh yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to do that. Or I'm going to try that. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause you've really just done so many experiments in your business, um, which is just so cool. So let's go back in time together a little bit. Um, 
the intensive kit was released about, it was, I think the very end of December, early January. And you, and you were like one of the first people to buy this. And I had this moment of like, you, you create something and you don't realize that, you know, anyone in the world can buy it. And so when I saw people buying it in like Germany and Australia and the UK, I was like, oh my gosh, this is, this is going to help people everywhere. This is so exciting. And you and I started to connect and you were like, you were just like going for it. Like you, you, do you want to tell people like how, kind of how that started for you? Oh, yes. Um, so it, it was, yeah, it was honestly almost a week, this same week that we're recording the podcast 12 months ago. Um, I, I finished, I actually uh, put some of my client work on hold at the end of November last year because I could feel myself going down the drain pipe. I could, I, you know, we talk about sort of burnout um, and I was definitely brown and crispy moving into the black zone. Mm-hmm. And that was because I was seeing uh, probably 20 to 25 clients a week yeah. in those hour sessions. Mm-hmm. And I just felt the amount of energy that I had to give um, to introduce the session, do the processing, wrap it up, making sure that they're, you know, safe to go, having a quick drink and a toilet stop and then come on in. The next and maybe even in. some food in between. <laughs> yeah. As, well as, as you mentioned, um, I've got uh, three children, um, twins and, uh, and one older, and, and they were coming to the end of their schooling years. Wow. Um, and... A husband that um, usually travels a lot hasn't been traveling much of late, um, but just feeling r- like wrung out, r- yes. completely wrung out, um, and really feeling that I needed to take a good look at my boundaries because I had to also be responsible to why I was feeling so wrung out. So I actually took, I took, I, I said to my admin manager, please let my clients know that I need to take some leave and I will check in with them when I get back. I, I, it was a, That was a big step in itself, but I felt like I've got to stop this train before it runs off the rails. Good for so you. I went, that's huge. And this was November of 2020, it sounds like you had this moment. Yes, wow. that's right, November of 2020. So I went on a road trip um, on my own. Um, I'm an Indigenous Australian woman. Um, and I needed to go back and connect to country and um, go and sit with some of my elders and just be still for, for a while and um, catch my breath. So I did that. Um, and, you know, I often think um, about what happens to us prior to when we make a big successful change it's not just the big successful change it's actually what happens what are the steps that took place that we did well prior to that success so I think I had to almost make some space to then open up and receive what you had for me (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. so I went on that road trip had Christmas went away with the family and then the weekend before we're about to start to get back into work, um, I did some research and found um, the intensive kit um, and devoured that. And then just, and, and then the fear. Hello, fear. Hello, fear. Welcome to the room. 
Um, and thank you for naming that. Um, I just, I want to pause. This is it's so important because I think people look at people who have done uh, like a business change or a new practice model or tried an experiment. And I think they see them on the other side and they don't understand that it's scary. Like that's part of it. And I have moments still where I freak out. Like I still, like I, I'll try something new with my business and I get so scared and and so I, I love that you named that because it's just part of the process, right? Part of the process. I, I, I've come to learn that if we're going to break through a bit of a glass ceiling, fear will be there to walk through that glass ceiling with us, yeah? Yes. And, and, I, and I really needed to stop and think, okay, what are the core beliefs? What are those negative core beliefs running underneath this fear? Mm-hmm. and for me there was a lot of stuff about what are my colleagues like I'm going to put my prices up significantly yes right because I'm I like for my well-being and my family's well-being I am going to see less clients mm-hmm. and I'm going to charge more yes um I I don't I'm not able to we call it Medicare which is your equivalent of insurance mm-hmm. so no that'll go out the window Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to put my prices up Wow! and I was really sitting with you know a lot of those voices for me were like well who do you think you are look at you mm-hmm. um, all of that um, yes so, yes <laughs> yeah yeah so we you know it, we it's a little bit like Fraser's table I, I actually remember that night I sat down and I almost had a board meeting with all of my parts let them all have a say I love it um, and um, and t- and and show them all compassion and 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 be curious about where those thoughts originated and mm-hmm. do some butterfly hugging on myself <laughs> and sitting with that yeah. um, and yeah just decided no this is like this is what I'm doing and all of those parts you can come with me or you can you know you can do whatever you want to do but I'm I'm gonna you know that part of me my my intuition my wisdom said I'm going that way and that's that's what we're gonna do that's incredible I'm I'm I so appreciate you breaking down that process because um, slowing it down and noticing all the kind of emotional work and, and the noticing yourself and the care for yourself in that process that you gave yourself the space to do that. It makes sense to me now that you were able to really just in a very kind of accelerated way from where I sat, like, you know, and get the intensives going because I remember, I don't know if it was an email or something I got from you and it was like, and I've booked, you know, like, eight intensives I was like wow like she just bought this so I think that's just incredible that you just went right in but but on the back end doing all of this work for yourself to make it feel okay for you that's it yeah and like you said Cambria like from this from the start people look on even at what you do and think wow look at her go and the same people were looking on and saying look at look at her go but there's a lot going on behind the scene yeah. and even with the even with those steps fear was there fear was there mm-hmm. it's this stuff if I'm going to wait until fear doesn't show up to do something good it'll never happen that's right so yeah so on the my husband was cheering me on from the sidelines um and he, he said do it just do it so I think it was seriously that night that I'd finished 
um, I checked my emails and I had a new client inquiry. Um, and I got sent an email back just saying, you know, thanks for your inquiry. Um, I actually am specialising in intensive work now. Um, so what that means for me is two-hour sessions. So the sessions go for two hours. And I do three with three sessions with that same person within one week. Yep. Yeah. Um, and this might be part of an adjunct therapy or it might be standalone therapy. This is the way I work. This is the costing. Let me know if you're interested. And there was the shaky finger send and I sent her. <laughs> and I went to bed and I did, I tapped away and just went, right, it's out there. Got up the next morning, had sort of let it go, checked my emails around midday and the client said, that sounds fantastic, book me in. So that was seriously 24 hours later. Amazing, amazing. And if, you, and if we zoom out and look at that, it makes so much sense, right? Um, I started to work with an, in the intensive model and working intensively because you know, I had my twins and I was like, I can't, I have to do something differently. There's just not enough space in my life. There's not enough income coming in. Um, you know, the clients have to kind of wait to feel better. And so it's, it's makes sense now, right. That people are struggling that they would want to have intensive therapy now, maybe more than ever really. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, the demand is just so it's so, it's so there and people don't think about that part. That's right. And I think like I've heard other guests that you've had on say they just didn't know, you know, how it would go if demand would be there. But I have just sold my 52nd intensive, 52 intensives in what in, in a year. Yeah. Incredible. That's yeah. so incredible. And just noticing just in terms of kind of like where you started from in terms of, you know, the crispiness coming in, have you noticed a difference in how you've been feeling the past year? I know that's hard because there's variables like COVID and other things that are happening, but just in terms of your clinical work, has that, has it felt different for you? Oh, what 100%. Like I honestly oh, so believe bad. that if I hadn't changed my model in how I deliver my service, I, I don't know that I could have kept going. Just it was the energy, my energy was just dispersed everywhere, mm -hmm. and I felt out of control. Mm. Um, and you know, we we work hard, um, we give a lot of ourselves, we've trained for years, mm -hmm. and I was just really ready to step into a place where what I was giving was equal to what I was receiving. Mm. You know, that energy return. Yes. Um yeah. And so, yeah, I, 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 I'm felt, I've fallen back in love with my work again. Oh, I'm so um, Whereas, so you know, yeah. So yeah, just so thankful and grateful that I came across you and it was very, it was very random, you know, like it was, that it I was did. <laughs> I went on the other side of the world talking about these, cause I hadn't even really heard of intensives back then. Like I, it wasn't like I went on an intensive training search I hadn't heard of them they were still pretty new well, like especially in Australia in Australia there's a lot of the models too that I had heard about were like you know five days long days or like you know three days eight hours each and when I heard about that I just thought 
that sounds miserable for the clinician. I mean, just for, for, for me, this is my phase of life. It might be great for other people, but I, but I love that you took the kit and you were like, I'm going to do these two hour segments and this feels good for me. Right. I just, I just, I have, I'm on a mission for people to, if, if we are in this role of service and we're delivering healing for people, I just want us to consider ourselves as EMDR therapists. And I really believe that integrating this into our practice model is like the highest form of self-care because I was getting pissed off that people were like, yeah, see 25 clients and then go garden or like get a massage and that's your self-care. And I thought, why is this so separated? Like, let's just, I want my life to feel better, right? (laughs) My whole life. Yeah. And I mean, you know, a big part of my journey with therapy is doing the work on myself alongside of supporting my clients to do their work so if I'm not if I'm not able to do a deep dive and really consider what are the core beliefs that are running this show Mm. um, and and what do I you know and and if they're ones that I'm not really happy with then you know let's look at the 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 VOC and think about what you know what do I choose and what do I need to get there do I need to go and have some EMDR therapy on myself do I need to sit with this longer? What are the parts of me that are driving, running the bus? You know, mm. I'm listening to you, Tracy, and I already had this sense of you from our interactions before. Um, you, you are just so genuine and you clearly are someone who walks the walk. Um, I don't know if you know this, but I follow you on Instagram and every Instagram post you put out, it's like, it's just like, feeding my soul and like nourishing me and and whether it's like a reel or it's like I I get this I get the deep sense that you have wisdom as someone who's done the work yourself and like you you've been there and then you can deliver that to your clients in a really authentic way um so everyone listening if you don't know Tracy Lynch follow her on Instagram and you will get like therapy vitamins for your heart (laughs) That really means a lot because, you know, I think we've got a, you know, a strong mutual respect. So thank you. Of course. Of course. So tell us about this, this shift of like going from individual intensive work to the couples. I think that's so cool. Mm, Yeah. Well, so it's, I'm, I'm definitely dipping my toe in, in, in the water and that's another more fears come up there. Um, So I am level three Gottman trained. So I've done my, um, yeah, my Gottman training. In fact, I had the joy of, you know, those days, back in the days when you can get on that thing that flies through the sky and it takes you to another country, those days. Oh, um, again? I think yeah. I saw that in a movie once. Was it an airplane? Yeah. <laughs> so I came over to Seattle, um, oh, I don't know, probably four years ago now and um, did some more training with the Gottman Institute um so um yeah and so what I'm going to do is combine some of these amazing Gottman tools Mm. but use the processing work uh with couples having them in session at the same time um and when we when we get to the part of the therapy where we you know we need to consider what are the core beliefs? What are our beliefs that are showing up in this relationship? Where, you know, where, where is the affect sitting in my body um, and, and dropping into that? And then I'm going to be using the partners to run the BLS. Um, so 
um, the tapping on each other's knees. Um, this is not my idea. Um, there's an amazing clinician in the UK um, and his name, I should have had his name there. It escapes me, but- um, We'll Google it. We'll give him credit afterwards. We'll Google his name. <laughs> yeah, so I, I sat in a webinar with him and um, yeah, it's very much, um, there's, it's, it's a learning, like in terms of combining the two. Yes. Um, it will be, it will be, um, it'll be four days. The intensive will be four days with the couple mm-hmm. and um, the sessions will go for two hours. There'll be no more than four hours in one day. So a two hour session <clears throat> and then an hour for the couple to go and have lunch and a walk mm-hmm. and then another two hour session. Mm-hmm. And then they'll see some of my massage therapists. So you you are, you have a retreat center basically that you're yeah incredible yeah. and yeah. I mean I can just imagine all the couples who are going to need this oh, um, yeah. level yeah. of reconnection and intimacy right That's because right. a lot of us have been you know sheltering in place and quarantined together and that hasn't mm-hmm. always been pretty for a lot of people you know. No. Yeah, that's it's taken a lot of coins out of the emotional sort of love bank, hasn't it? You yeah, know, with managing right. kids and school and relationship. And look, it th- these couples intensives are not for every couple. They right. won't be for every couple. Um, they are only for couples that have a level of uh, commitment and a high level of safety within their relationship. Beautiful. They're not going to be for couples that have got one foot in, one foot out. Yeah. And I, and I love that, you know, I I mean, you have so much um, advanced clinical knowledge that you can integrate these different modalities in this way. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's beautiful that you have, that you know that and can name it. Right. Because when we have intensive work, there is a screening process we have to do about, this is going to be, is doing this intensive going to make you be successful. Right. Yeah, Yeah. that's right. And so all of those pre-intensive questionnaires, um, you know that that um, that are going out. I also do a, a, a free discovery call um, yeah. before the intensive because I just want to make sure that this is going to be a good fit. It's going to be a good fit for the client. It's going to be a good fit for me. Yeah. Uh, and if it's not, then I'll refer them to one of my team that work in the more traditional way. Mm-hmm. I love that you're considering yourself and every every choice and every decision too. I think that's I think that's beautiful because we show up as our best selves when we consider ourselves right? Is this going to be a client or a couple that I'm going to want to work with and I can help them be successful? So I, I love that you have that on your checklist. I think that's beautiful. Yeah. And then we've mentioned it briefly before, but in, in, in all of my work, both the individuals, but the couple's work, one of my mainstays is resource therapy, which is- um, I want to learn more about this with you. Yeah. T- tell us about it because we have parts work, you know, IFS, Ego States here in the States. I, I would love to hear more about what you're uh, excited about. Sure. So resource therapy uh, is a therapy that was developed by Professor Gordon Emerson. He's a, a psychologist here in Australia. Mm-hmm. Um, and it came out of advanced Ego State therapy. Um, you know, the parent, adult, child. So that's where internal parent, adult, child, that's the foundation. But he's taken that and he's introduced this amazing protocol. So there's a real strong map of where we're going with clients. And we're looking at 
the client through a diagnostic lens, which is not a deficit diagnostic lens, as in you have anxiety. The way we look at it is there is a part of you that is holding anxiety. And when that part comes into the driver's seat, it takes over and it sends messages to the rest of you that there are no other parts, that there is just anxiety, holding consciousness in the driver's seat. But what we know is that on that bus, I I use this bus metaphor, on the bus, there are many different parts of you. Yes. It's just in that moment, anxiety is holding the steering wheel. Mm -hmm. And in resource therapy, anxiety is is fear-based. And so um, we talk about the big four emotions in resource therapy, fear, rejection, disappointment, and confusion they're the big four and there's protocols of how to work with each of those big four emotions wow that's amazing that it's that it you use the word map I I think I think that having that level of detail and having a map especially for parts work I think people typically understand as therapists like the concept of parts Mm -hmm. I, I think that there's a lot of hesitation about how to use it especially with EMDR because EMDR is so detailed and so protocol and scripted and parts work can often feel like very kind of conceptual and ambiguous. So I love that there is something people can hold on to. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, exactly. And that's one of the things that attracted me originally to resource therapy, that there was instructions like, oh, there's instructions. (laughs) Um, But then obviously once we, I believe, once we know the instructions really well, then as therapists, we become artists. Then we get to play, you know, yes. we get to create and play. So yeah. I know the instructions. And if I'm getting a bit lost in the forest, I can come back and go, right, here's my map. Yeah. But I get to play in the forest because sometimes that's where the magic is, hey, in the forest. That's where the yes. magic is, in the bush. Yes. There's bush medicine in the bush. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. The other great thing about resource therapy, which I think is really exciting for the EMDR community, is it teaches us how to resource people really well. Yeah. So, um, and, and that's very important to me that before I start any processing work, particularly if I know this client has, you know, dissociative tendencies or if this client is potentially going to have some resistance um I want to make sure that they've got a big enough boat to catch those fish you know um that's and again that's not that I think that's a Thomas Zimmerman uh, metaphor the the we'll have to look into that I'll send you the link of who that uh that metaphor is but that stuff about if we've only got a canoe and that's our resource Mm. we're going to catch whales (laughs) then it's not going to fare well but if we've got a good sized boat then we can catch good sized fish and so resource therapy teaches us how to wake up those resources to get those neurons firing on a sensory level wow um, it really does, you know, it, 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 it takes the, the safe place and the nurture figure, protective figure, it takes them to the next level. Yeah. Well, and what a, I'm listening to you and I'm learning about this in, in real time. What a, what a comfort for an EMDR therapist 
I mean, a lot of us are having to work virtually too. So a lot of us, I think are feeling even a little bit more anxiety or hesitation to start phase four processing, right? Yeah. Because we already are, you know, afraid that someone's going to have an ab reaction and then you're virtual and it's like, you know, so yeah. we're, we're not even kind of in our full body as clinicians that way, but how mm -hmm. comforting is it to know that there's this, this thing I can take these instructions, right. And feel really confident that we're being safe and we're really in phase two resourcing in a really creative way, because I mm -hmm. imagine that creates a lot more flow, right. To go into phases three and four and so on. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And even just doing some resource stacking exercises before we start processing. So sometimes I'll do a, you know, a subscale on an image that we're thinking of, and it might be, you know, nine out of 10. Mm -hmm. And then I'll do some resource stacking, which is like bringing in those resources. Yep. Tell me a time when, you know, you didn't feel like that anytime. Yeah. Like, so for example, the, 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 the negative cognition might be um, I'm um, I'm not good at anything mm -hmm. I'm you know or you know and therefore I'm not enough yes and then I'll say okay I'll note that down and then I'll say all right so let's just be curious together has there been any time in your life where you've been good at anything anytime mm -hmm. you know um, and we work with that a little bit and and that. even to the point where like um and if they know no there's not I'm just not I'm not I'm not good at anything I did, how did you get here today I drove <laughs> you drove okay great let's let's just stop and go back into that let's be curious about that yeah. close your eyes over tell me about when you were learning but I talk to me in present tense mm -hmm. I'm in the car I'm I'm learning what you know, tell me about the, that day you passed your driver's test. Tell me about that. What was going on? What was that part of you that was in the driver's seat when you passed that driver's seat? Let's name that part. Let's mm. name it. Yeah. Um, and we name it. They might say confident. So great. Let's anchor confident in. If there was an animal that represented the image of that confidence. Yes. That represented the essence of confident or, or a symbol you know we go after anchors we anchor it in a bear okay great what color bear we've got the bear right now we've got the bear there now tell me another time tell me another time and I might go after three resources or you're them just lighting them up I mean I'm, I'm, I'm listening to you and I'm hearing it right I mean you're having them tell it in real time which is lighting them up right and, and getting them back in that memory network and then yeah. you're giving them that beautiful anchor I mean gosh just that idea of having this part but then taking it into an animal, I mean, it feels almost like, like, I don't want to use the word magical, but something spiritual about it almost. Like it feels like it's in a really deep place yeah. for people. It, yeah, it is. It is. It connects with something that they've gotten lost from. Mm. They've lost, they've, they're, they're, it's bringing them back home to their magic. Yeah. To their yeah. magic. And so we stack those on now, obviously then I've got to go back and I've got to reactivate the not, you know, the, the trauma. I've got to reactivate it. So then I've got to wake up the trauma again. Mm -hmm. Then we get a sub scale, and the sub scale has already dropped significantly before exactly. we even start the processing because the adaptive information processing model is already coming online and it's doing its magic. 
Beautiful. Yeah, I love well, and I love that because it almost makes processing easier, right? When we have this NC, but we've said here's this PC, PC, and it's but it's not even cognitive. I mean, I love that you're bringing in the body, and it, it's I this is this is beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful. Yes, uh, and again, doing that with the couples, you know, waking up those those individual couple resources, and there's something beautiful in partners hearing. What animal is my wife going to land on? What animal is my partner going to land on? And being part of that awakening, if you like, in that in that couple, such intimacy. I mean, if you if you think about being well, when we used to be able to go to trainings in person and doing these exercises as a clinician, and feeling how profound those shifts are for ourselves, or even being in graduate school and having this cohort of people and having these really incredible shifts, the intimacy there, being able to have that with your partner, that's yeah. beautiful. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, you're so you're so cool, Tracy. I, I mean, I swear, I swear, like I, I love Australia so much. I have to get I have to get back there. It's been, you know, over 20 years since I was visiting there, but I have this fantasy one day when everything's safe, I'm gonna fly out, write it off as a business expense, and we're going to teach something together. I don't know what it is, but we're going to hang out. <laughs> I can feel that too. Yeah, we're ready for you over here, Cambria. <laughs> oh my gosh, very cool. Well, if anyone listening to this wants to come work with you as a client, if anyone listening to this wants to come learn with you as a student, maybe they're already a clinician or EMDR clinician, how can mm -hmm. people find you? What's the best way to find you? Yeah, thank you. Um, so um, as you mentioned, my I can follow along on my Instagram page, which is Tracy Lynch Therapy. And I'm actually, I've, I've, I've put aside a two-day training in March um, that is the foundation of resource therapy. So it's the, it's two-day, obviously, that will be via, um, via online. Um, and I'm going to do, I, I'm really open to do it in um, US time. Um, so the time frame is is friendly, um, and yeah. So jump onto my website, and there'll be a register your interest um, link, and yeah, and and then you can uh, register for the two day foundation in resource therapy. And if that lights you up, which for a lot of people it does, then there'll there's an eight day training later in the year that will be done in chunks. It'll be done in chunks. It's not eight days of Zoom land. <laughs> Beautiful. And, and, and the website, uh, people should go find that. What's the, we can put the link after the episode, but what's the website people can find you? Yeah, so it's just, it's Tracy without an E, tracylynch.com.au. Beautiful. Well, I'll have to check out the dates. Maybe I can come to your training. I love <laughs> you know, with you. That'd be fun. Yeah, I love you. a lot of fun. Oh, well, I appreciate you um, spending time with me. I appreciate you sharing yourself with me and everyone else. Um, I think you're just one of the one of the good ones. You're just you just have such a beautiful heart. Uh, it just comes through now. It comes through on your Instagram page. It comes through on everything in terms of our contact together. So thank you for um, hanging out with me, making the time difference work. Really appreciate it. Thank you, and Cambria. I just also just want to honestly from my heart thank you and I think it was one of those you know universe things or something but you like I know it might sound a bit corny but you actually have changed my world in many different ways and gave me the opportunity to do a deeper dive into myself 
to be able to to you know move forward so yeah I think we're both getting a bit teary (laughs) thank you oh it's just it's my honor it's my absolute honor beautiful want to again thank Tracy Lynch for hanging out with us here on the Zero Disturbance podcast. Thanks for making the time difference work, y'all. She's in the future in so many ways, but literally in the future. So I appreciate uh, Tracy coordinating the time and making it happen with us. And if you are somebody who is like eating up what Tracy's putting out, I would hope that you would invite yourself to either work with her as a client. You're also welcome to learn how to train with Tracy in her upcoming training. We'll have all the information in the information paragraph below for you to check out and learn more. And if you are somebody who is thinking about intensives, whether you're an EMDR clinician or a trauma-informed therapist, We have now uh, converted our EMDR intensive design kit for every trauma therapist, every trauma-informed therapist can do intensive work with your clients, with your existing level of clinical knowledge. All you need to do is to have someone help you figure out the design that feels appropriate and ethical for you where you are. You can serve your clients in a different way. So if you are someone who's interested in learning more about that, we do have our intensive kit uh, available for any therapist. So you're welcome to check that out and see if that's in service to you. So, so great to be with you all again. uh, Looking forward to putting out even more content in 2022 that continues to serve you, support you, enliven you, inspire you. Uh, And in the meantime, until we're together again, please stay safe, stay healthy, and I'm rooting for your success.